Thank you for downloading this podcast and welcome to Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast to help the channel better understand the trends, technologies and concepts that are facing the IT industry today. I'm your host, David Fern, and we hope you enjoy this Arrow production. And please subscribe. Thanks. Hi and welcome to uh, this episode of Arrow Bandwidth. This is going to be a slightly different one because this isn't tech focused oh shall i leave the room now i think we probably should i okay. think we probably should so for this one we're talking specifically about arrow talent which is a program that we have inside of arrow to help to sort of build talent and um and i'm, I'm already out of my depth um so i'm going to hand straight over to our special guest this week who we have around the table natalie and natalie what do you do for arrow um so i work in hr at the moment i'm a hr business partner um but i have been working with arrow for 10 years now so I joined in an administrator position um, and have progressed through the company up till now. Fantastic. Ooh. And we also have... So my name's Adam. Uh, again, HR business partner here at Array. Um, so I've been at Array for two and a half years now. So I came into the, uh, into the company a couple of years ago uh, and really have been focused on a uh, similar role to Natalie in terms of supporting um, our business areas um, and sort of aligning our people strategy uh, to that. Fantastic. So I've got a really naive question. For the pair of you. Go for it. What's a HR business partner? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to ask that. I didn't know if we were allowed to. I feel really on edge now we're talking to HR on this. Normally, uh, we'd, be, normally we'd be sort of like climbing the walls by now. So far past the edge, I think I'm skydiving. So I think this is where um, the business partner model is trying to change that perception, actually. You know, there's been a perception of this personnel um, view of HR, and actually we're trying, you know, the industry's changing slightly um, in that we're trying to become more strategic, um, aligned to specific business areas, really, to align our people strategy um, to the wider business objectives. So actually, if we've got people aligned to where we want to go as a business, um, really those people will drive that success uh, moving forward. Okay, it's very interesting. Ooh. Very interesting. So, diving straight into sort of some of the areas we want to talk about today. Um, so, for twenty seventeen, you know, what are our focus areas? You know, what have, what are we looking at? What What are the things that really? Um, what's important to HR? Yeah, what's important to HR and specifically important to to us? Okay, so um, for myself and Adam, we do we take slightly different focuses in our HR business roles. Um, um, I focus on attracting and retaining high performers within the business and also employee well-being um, and uh, wellness within the workplace. Adam? Uh, and so really my focus since I've been um, Arrow has been around um, age diversity, so really trying to bring young people um, into the industry as well as actually trying to retain and utilise um, the experienced staff that we've got to then upskill um, that younger generation coming into the workforce. And how do we achieve this? I mean, how do we go about actually trying to do this? What, what sort of things are we doing to try and attract this sort of talent? Because I can't imagine, you know, good talent grows on trees. So um, what, are, what are we trying to do? No, it absolutely doesn't. And um, it is a real focus for us. So we have a whole range um, of initiatives that we, we try to um, improve the whole employee life cycle, really. So that's to attract the right people, but also to retain those right people. So that would be things like our extensive onboarding process, um, which is something that we've done over the past couple of years. We, um, we uh, allocate an onboarding, onboarding ambassador um, to every new starter within the business. That will be somebody as part of their local team who can really help that person get settled into the business. Um, you know, show them where the sandwich shop is, for example, those kind of things that perhaps don't normally come through a formal onboarding process. Yeah, I swear, I, I'm sat here listening to Natalie and I'm, I'm smiling. And that's, 
that's really for, from a point of view of... Yeah. It sounds a lot like I'm my eldest child, um, my eldest daughter. She's, she's just transitioned into high school. And it sounds a lot like, like what she's going through at the minute because, yeah, I think... Dave, back when we were kids, you kind of just got, right, you move in, you go in, you go in there, turn up there, be there at that time and get on with it. Um, yeah, certainly from a school and probably from a job perspective as well. But, yeah, we've got such a, a wide, widespread workforce across multiple offices that, yeah, there's so many basics that you kind of, I suppose, just take for granted. So just helping out with that settling in process. Absolutely. I mean, who, who's the right people to talk to? Where's the right people to go to? All of those sort of things that just generally come from knowing yeah. the business rather than rather than just being in a document somewhere. Yeah. It's something that somebody you know really needs to show you rather I than tell you. I suppose the sooner you feel settled, the sooner you can start to be productive. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you you know if we expect that with kind of like our children at school, why would you not expect it in the workforce? Yes, yeah. it's, it's a big old scary environment. Well, I suppose it? you think yeah, you know, people are older, people can just get on with themselves. But actually, the more you make it nice for someone to be here. Um, and I, I suppose that comes down to our sort of the core values of, of Arrow as an organisation, you know, making it a great place to work and things like that. So, yeah, definitely. And it's the first impression, you know, when people come into the business, the first impression that they have of us. Um, and you want that to maintain and you want that to feed back to their families and friends because yeah. actually then that will aid the, you know, our future attraction and also our retention, um, you know, stats. We want to we want to maintain this talent in the business and carry that uh, impression. Uh, and I don't, want to, I don't want to undermine everything that you said, but obviously there's a cost to recruitment. There's a cost to, to replacement. So, yeah, all this work is, it's, yeah, it's not... It's not just a nice to have. Actually, it's essential. It's essential when you look at sort of the long-term investment and running of the business. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely is, yeah. Um, and then once we once we manage to attract the the talent and we onboard them into the business, we then have a number of initiatives that we um, do during the employees that life cycle with us, um, like talent development. That we have succession plans. We run talent workshops every year. Um, we have a good talent identification and development process. Um, so there's kind of all all of these different elements that we um, that we use to try and then develop the talent once it's already in the business. So it's not always about recruiting the talent. Um, straight into the business, we might recruit um, the different talent and then develop it as we go, as we go along through the employee's life cycle. Um, we're really focused on internal promotions as well, um, which is another thing that helps develop the talent and also uh, retain the people that we want to retain. In the last um, half year, we've actually seen 50% of our roles filled internally. Um, so, you know, that gives a, an indication of, of where, what we're trying to do, really, and the fact that it is actually um, paying off. And are we re-employing... Are we re-employing from sort of the grassroots of the business to grow through? Yes, absolutely. That's that's exactly how it works. We see a lot of progression um, in all areas of the business, really. I mean, I, I myself am an example of that from the from the HR perspective. Um, my whole HR career has been has been built here at Arrow, and Arrow was supporting me all the way through that. Um, but we, you know, we see progression in all areas of the business: finance, marketing, sales, um, in the technical side of things. Yeah. Um, you know, in like fact, you guys have seen. I can actually be a, a testament to that as well, as I came in as a TAM and I'm now the technical director. So there you go, can't complain. So I suppose that sort of answers a lot of the questions I had. But one of the ones being, you talk about talent workshops. I mean, what is a talent workshop, and, and what does that mean specifically? What does that mean for the employees? You know, how's that going to help them? So all managers uh, within the business, they have talent actions um, that we ask them to complete on a, on a regular basis. And that's really for them to assess the people within their team, the talent they've got, the performance that they're currently seeing, but also the potential that they believe these people can have. Yeah. 
Um, so all managers would do that. Um, and then we hold talent workshops for managers to get together with their peers to discuss the talent. So the, um, the talent is, uh, is talked about amongst a wider, a wider group of peers. So it's not necessarily just development within the field that you're perhaps in at the moment. There might be sideways moves um, and other opportunities for people um, to develop themselves. So we always get the managers together to try and uh, to really highlight the talent that we have in the business. Okay. I think that's an important point that you just raised. I, I, you know, I hope I'm not talking ill of our workforce, but I, I can't imagine that everybody has a burning desire to be MD. And not everybody has a burning desire to be a manager. You know, no. they, they want to develop the career. You know, lo- <sighs> We've such, a, again, a wide-ranging and diverse... Yeah range of staff that everybody's got their own priorities everybody's at a different stage in their life mm. everybody's got a different influence on how that affects where they probably want to take their career those, those plans you know that it, when we do these um the talent workshops it's also linked into the aspirations of that employee mm. so all employees have to complete uh, an employee profile um, which suggests or they suggest where they want their career to go um, what's their their mobility their aspirations would they like to relocate to a different office are they you know keen for that if a, a different role comes up that's a potentially a promotion in a different office would you be considered for that um so actually these talent workshops are, m- are very much married in with the expectations of the employee as well and i suppose you know what are the opportunities for growth and development if you don't want to go into like a people managing role do we have like further roles and so you know opportunities to become more senior in your in certain roles and in certain positions without needing to take on people responsibilities but becoming sort of almost better in the industry at what you are Absolutely, we do. And um, as, part of, as, as part of showing those career paths to people, we've recently introduced um, a global career framework, which allows um, employees to kind of look at the whole framework across the whole of our business, um, which will show them development um, in, their, in their field that they're in already. But like you say, without going into the management, so just becoming a real specialist, a real um, you know, expert, I suppose, in the, in the field that they're in. Um, and then, you know, some people do have the desire to manage a team and to, to lead a team from, you know, from the front and, and really be that, that kind of standout person. So, um, yeah, it's absolutely for both. And this career framework um, that we've recently introduced really helps people to identify what the potential paths are. Um, and, and like Adam said, it, it's all about what the aspirations of that individual are. You know, as Richard touched on as well, it's not not everybody wants to be MD. Some people just want to be really good at the job that they do today. And, you know, we absolutely need those people in the business as well. So we, we encourage that just as much as progression up into people management roles. Absolutely. absolutely. And is that where, where we see things like the mentoring scheme come into the fore? Yeah, absolutely. I think mentoring scheme is about um, giving people a wider view of the of the business in a business that can be complex um, like ours. Um, people don't always understand what it is that another department does or another another team are responsible for. And I think that's the that's where the mentoring program really strengthens for us. It it kind of broadens people's horizons, broadens people's knowledge of the business. Generally, your mentor would be somebody that isn't really. Um, located near you in terms of what what you do in your normal uh, day-to-day working so um that is really where um the mentoring scheme comes in okay so changing tack slightly yeah adam you mentioned that one of your roles is all about diversity in the business um i'm gonna ask a really stupid question but it's only because i would love to hear your version of the answer which is why is diversity important in in a business surely you know, is it not all about finding the best pe- best people for the best roles? What's you know, why is why is diversity important? 
think, you, you know, it's key moving forward, you know, especially for our type of business. Um, it's great to bring young people into the business because with them they bring new ideas, um, innovation, which, you know, potentially we wouldn't see um, from, from the day-to-day -day work that we're doing. Uh, it's also a great opportunity for our existing um, employees, whether they've had 20 years experience um, in the company or in the, in the industry, to then upskill those younger people. And actually you find a really diverse and sort of the cooperation between between that that diversity, which actually you know should bring results, yeah. um, we've been doing a lot around that to try and um, increase our, di our diversity, specifically around um, the what we know we call as the millennials, um, yeah. so the younger generation, uh, and this has been focused around sort of the apprenticeship program, attracting graduates into the business. Um, really just because we had a gap there a few years ago. And actually, it's great now when you look at our stats, um, about 46% of our workforce are from the Gen Y um, age gap. So that's 19 to 35, wow. which is great. And, you know, potentially these are our future leaders. They're our future technical experts in certain areas. Um, but it's great as well because then we're marrying um, the upper-skilled um, workforce through the mentoring process to then upskill those guys. So what you're saying is having a more diverse workforce actually drives a much more sort of innovative and sort of uh, thinking outside the box group of people because everyone's got different ideas, different opinions, different experiences to bring to the table, which obviously helps the business to, to do different new things that they might not have thought of day one. Yeah, completely, and links in, you know, completely with what Arrow's about, you know, the five years out um, strap line that we've gone, you know, we've, we've promoted for the past five years, um, you know, always looking to the future, so I think it's really, really important. So how do we achieve, like, um, age diversity then? How do, we, how do we actually go about sort of trying to specifically look for diverse age groups of people? What, what sort of events so we do we run? we touched on earlier the apprenticeship programme. That's yeah. been a massive focus for us since uh, about 2013. Um, so during that time, we've attracted about 22 young people into the business. Um, with that, we've placed them into various areas of the business where there's potentially gaps. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we might have uh, a lack of young people coming into the really technical um, engineering type roles. Um, so we've really pushed for those people to come in, into those roles. Um, but with that, you know, you have to change your culture slightly. You need to make your culture attractive to those people. Um, so you have to look at tailoring your benefits package. You know, um, uh, the expectation of somebody that's got a family in terms of the benefits they're looking for are very different to a 20-year-old coming into the business. You know, childcare vouchers are great for you know, people that have got a family to support and everything else. But, you know, for a 20-year-old might look for gym benefits, you know, health benefits, yeah, yeah. et cetera. So we've had to look at marrying and tailoring those benefit packages uh, to make us more attractive. Okay. And do we, do we sort of attend any sort of regional skills events or universities or anything like that? So last year we launched um, the Arrow Talent Programme. Initially, that was focused on young people. So with that, we've attended um, two regional events, which were located to sort of our two largest offices. Um, so one was based up in the Yorkshire area uh, and one based down in the east um, of England. So with that, we went to uh, as a regional event, schools, colleges, um, all attended that uh, and brought along about 8,500 people. Um, so 8,500 young people of which we spoke to, we raised the branding of Arrow, what we do and the opportunities that we have um, from within. And it was, you know, it was a great success um, just to raise you know, what we do, uh, why we're a great place to work. Um, and that's not just on the ECS front, you know, we've tried to promote the component side uh, to ensure that, you know, people that are interested in really sort of the engineering making element side, you know, we're not missing out on attracting them into the arrow. So is this is a unified sort of one arrow recruitment strategy or is it more, you know, you guys leading it and piloting it or how's it, how's it working across the business? It's completely, the, the, the Young uh, Arrow Talent Initiative is completely driven by um, the ECS HR team. 
Um, but with a view, we've, we've tried to involve, you know, um, yeah. the components HR team to ensure that, you know, we're, we're attracting all this and we're benefiting from our programs that we've got in place. Well, I think it's important. It, you know, we talk about this being a great place to work. I think as soon as you realise that we are the 119th biggest company in the world, that we are a global leader in, in what we do, actually, that's an incredibly um, powerful statement to make. And, and as you say, if you're trying to make the place look attractive for people to come and work in, those sort of statistics and those sort of things are, are really, well, to me personally, are really, really important to me because I love hearing that I work in a real sort of innovator in the industry. And I love hearing that, you know, I work in the last organization to have complete end-to-end, you know, sense to sunset sort of capabilities. So for me, that's incredibly important. And I suppose if we're looking for technical talent specifically or sales talent looking to be able to go and drive their career right from that, you know, selling a tiny little component, discrete component, all the way up to, well, through the sort of cloud and data center through to essentially, you know, recycling the assets securely and, and sort of safely. It's, it really is, for me personally, one of the things I love about working for Arrow. But I mean, what do you, you know, what do you think people love about working for Arrow? What are the things that people sort of want from working here? I think it's all, all the sort of things that you've uh, that you've just mentioned, really. I mean, it's a it's a fast paced environment. Um, things are always changing. Things are always moving on. Um, you know, it's an exciting place to work. It, it, we get to do things like you say that, that others potentially don't do. Um, so I think that's that's probably one of the main draws for people. And I certainly think for the generations that we're trying to um, attract at the moment, that they are the sort of things that that the generations, you know, like millennials, are are interested in. What they're interested in technology. They're interested in changing changing the way things are done that that's kind of how their culture is um so you know i think arrow fits perfectly well with that so what sort of initiatives have we got to sort of um that people enjoy at arrow what are, what are we doing across the, you know not just sort of in the office individual offices but across across our business what sort of things do we do that differentiate us um well i, I would hope that then um, things such as our um engagement um efforts um are something that that kind of differentiates from us we uh, we introduced uh, what we call our employee voice forum a couple of years ago um and that's really about speaking to the business and getting the ideas from from everyone across the business in terms of what does make arrow a good place to work and what are the sort of things that that we really should be doing um we ha- we had initiatives that came out of that such as um arrow's great british bake-off so that was where we um you know all cooked cakes and ate oh, cakes yeah, the, and it yeah was, that was great you know, fun it yeah, was great time yeah um we we also have an arrow to the point newsletter which we work quite closely with marketing on um in terms of trying to celebrate the the things that have happened in terms of the achievements of the workforce so whether that be length of service or or our going beyond um awards which is effectively arrow's version um of employee of the month um those the nominations for employee of the month actually come from the workforce as well and not just from managers also from peer groups as well so i think that that helps people um know that we are recognizing the performance and if you do go above and beyond then arrow will be there to recognize you for it an arrow fit another one one that i personally enjoyed a lot which was uh, a really good initiative where we essentially all did and, and sort of drove forward that sort of fitness message which was really powerful which was uh really good one of the, one of the ones i personally enjoyed the most yeah and we uh, we uh, all kind of worked together didn't we to get to go around the world in in terms of miles whether it yeah. be walking running cycling um, so, yeah, it was quite a nice thing for us all to do across all the different offices. I think that was the nice thing about our outfit. And the nice thing was you didn't have to be super fit. You could just literally walk and we used the app on our phone to record the mileage into our sort of collaborative effort and collaborative challenge, which was really nice. Um, 
so what are some of the company's missions and goals? How are we, what are we doing and, and sort of... Well, hang on. Before go before it. you answer that question, I, we, we've spoken about sort of millennials uh, and looking at recruiting, you know, from a point of view of, of changing sort of the, the age bias. Because I think, you know, yeah, it's, sometimes you see again in certain roles and certain functions, you know, it's like... Yeah, we've got to be mindful of you know, thinking about the future, about yeah, you know, where you bring in sort of new talent and and new ideas and new uh, and new thinking. Um, but but also, I'm interested to to understand you know kind of the the gender perspective as well, because yeah, I think for me, unfairly, yeah, probably IT is viewed as an industry that's very male male centric. But yeah, I look throughout our business and. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me. I, you know, when I sit down with anybody, yeah, I, I don't really care yeah, w- what the gender is. It, it's not, yeah, that's not important to me. But, but obviously, yeah, you can't, you can't just rely on, I suppose, the attitude of staff. What, what are we doing to kind of, I won't say redress the balance because I think that's the wrong term, but how are, we, how are we trying to make sure that, you know, we've not just got the right age blend, but from a gender perspective, we're, we're a good place to work. Yeah, this is definitely um, high on um, the agenda. And again, it's not to, you know, it's about enabling all of our workforce, regardless of your gender, to have the capability to achieve your aspirations. Yeah. Um, but with that, it does mean that, we, you know, we want to support females. You know, we want to promote females into the technical roles of the business, into our senior management teams, etc. Um, and there's a range of, you know, initiatives that we're doing at the moment to try and promote that. And that's not, not just local to the UK, that's across um, Amir and, uh, and really driven by corporate as well. Um, so with some of that, we constantly assess um, the diversity of our workforce, so the statistics to that and where certain employees fall into the workforce. Um, we, we've got each of our management areas that um, we speak to regularly to ensure that they're driving and they're giving fair opportunities to, to both genders. And I think we also try to, um, you know, in, encourage females to put themselves forward as well, because I think sometimes that can potentially be, um, you know, what, what's holding people back is that they, you know, they're, they're not necessarily putting themselves forward for the opportunities as much as you sort of touched on the IT industry uh, as a whole is, is quite male um, driven and that is really something that Arrow, uh, as a, as Adam said, as a global organisation, is really trying to, uh, really trying to address. So, um, it is a real focus for us, and it's something that we, they, we are quite conscious of. Um, having said all that, it doesn't mean that we, you know, are employing people purely on the basis that they're women. We are still going to be employing people who are best for the job, but we really want to encourage women to put themselves forward for those positions. Yeah, it's about a bl- I suppose it's about a blend of the right benefits a blend of the right training because I see at corporate level you know there's there's a lot of work and effort go, goes in around STEM for a start yeah. um, and I suppose it's you know how we do what we can to kind of mirror those goals at a corporate level really well there was actually a, an event only last week I believe in Harrogate which was women in tech yes there was so you know even locally I think and that was, maybe that's something we should get more involved in next time they run it because I think that was a a really good event for, for women to go along and, and, and basically, I think... I they pushed had the, one of my team forward to yeah. go, yeah. So and uh, they had the chief digital officer from Morrison's there, yeah, who's a female who was talking about, you know, how they're working on all their strategies and, 
and how she was she's found it difficult but as you said put herself forward and actually now is completely respected as a, as a complete equal which is ridiculous to even have to say but sadly i feel the reality of our world sometimes um it's just trying to change those perceptions you know there's yeah. lots of things we can do to enable um women to you know achieve their aspirations you know being more flexible with our you know our working hours etc you know we've, we've from that we've developed the flexible hours policy so women you know and people with childcare just in general can be more flexible with around how they map their day um you know we need to be encouraging things like skype meetings so actually it can enable people to work from home um but still be virtually in the office which yeah. you know will aid that development um, you know, th- this is not just an industry issue. You know, it's come from the UK government, the mm. gender pay regulations. Uh, it's a new piece of legislation that came out this year, which is pushing for equality in gender pay, um, which is something we've been working on for years anyway. Mm. Um, but, you know, physically this year, we will publish our statistics. Okay. Uh, and with that, we'll put an action plan on, you know, how we're going to address that year on, year out. Um, so, it's, you know, it's been pushed from a government level. Um, and I think, you know, we're at the forefront of that in trying to encourage um, a fairer workforce and actually enabling the best people to fill those roles, regardless of, you know, gender, um, background, etc., age. Absolutely. And there's there's so much research now out there, um, you know, that talks about the, the real advantages that there are to having a di- diverse workforce, um, you know, whether it be age, whether it be gender, whether it uh, would be uh, is from, you know, different types of backgrounds. It really is important and it really helps a business be more successful for all of the reasons that we that we talked about before in terms of the different ideas and the different perceptions and just the whole different ways that different people view things. Well, you know, from my side of the from from what the way I view our business looking inside um you know if we don't diversify the way we go to market if we don't diversify the way that we sort of get our message out there if we don't diversify the way that we work with our partners the way that we operationalize the internal workings of our business the way that we come up with solutions if we don't diversify those if we don't innovate then we will as an organization and i think this goes for any organization die because the reality is now that you can't just do the same thing year in year out you have to be a innovating sort of differentiating work organization otherwise you just become just out, out of date very very quickly and in the tech industry this problem is exacerbated tenfold because our, organi- our industry moves so, so unbelievably quickly yeah. you know we've, we've gone past the days where we'd have one product that we sold for a year or one product we sold for maybe two years and the operational processes that go around that we now have products that are changing every six weeks with cloud they're changing every six days you know, and we've got to have an organization that can actually keep track and keep pace. And I think if I'm looking in and saying, what what can Arrow offer me as someone looking for a job? You know, I think if you enjoy fast-paced, ever-changing, ever-innovating, if you've got a thirst, if you... So I always say to the techies that, that work for us, I always say, you know, come and work for us if you if you never want to stop learning. If you want to work in the technical industry specifically, you've just got to have that innate thirst for knowledge and you've got to you know you've got to understand that you can learn something one day and it's completely pointless the next day and if you are okay with that and if that actually is quite a driver for you to be able to lead and sit at the bleeding edge of technology then it's brilliant and that's one of the things i love love and hate at the same time sometimes but mainly love and that's the reason i work in this industry and work for arrow is because it gives me the opportunity to learn you know you're only having a meeting 
a minute ago that I came into mm-hmm. where, you know, we're looking to push the boundaries. Even our biggest vendors aren't doing what we're doing. And, and that's great because it gives us an opportunity to diver- diversify and, and go and say, hey, do you know what? Why don't we do something completely different? Why don't we do something that actually could genuinely push the envelope forward? And well, I don't think people think that of us. No, I think a, lo- a lot of the conversations we have with, with our customers uh, and that we encourage our customers to have with, with their and clients is, yeah, some some up what you've just said there. It's it's the theme of transformation, yeah. Mm. And and we very much because we're we're in the technology space, we very much focus on digital transformation uh, and using technology to ach- achieve that change. But I think yeah, sat down talking with you guys today, it's very much apparent that you know every element of a business, whether you're you're in the public sector, private sector, whether you're a distributor like ourselves, yeah. whether you are one of our clients, whether yeah, regardless of who you are, yeah, every department has a role to play, you yeah. know, from HR to finance to marketing to sales to technical. Yeah. And and I think it's 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 really interesting to sit down and have this chat with you guys about your perception of you know of what your impact is and what that transformation and change looks like and and how you, know, you guys go about helping to achieve that because i think you know, that's what, really where the, you know the hr business partner model is born out of yeah you know it's a new concept you know that's been in the hr world probably five years now that's really been pushed and it is really about getting closer to the organizational the organizational goals um, where that company wants to go and ensuring that we're mapping our people to that and ensuring that, you know, we've got a pipeline of talent that can, you know, achieve our aspirations of where we want to be in five years' time. So, so oh, go on. No, no, you go, mate. Go, go, go. So I was going to say, if you, were, if you were to sum up what the HR focus is from your perspective in line with, I mean, we have this this tagline that we use about being five years out, what our ethos is. Yeah, how, how would you guys do that? That's okay. You can have a think about it. It's fine. (laughs) Stunned silence, (laughs) listeners. No, there is is a number of things that we do to sort of um, attract the the talent to the business and to to retain that talent. And it it really does go through the whole of the whole of the employee life cycle. Like I've mentioned before, we we um, you know we start with the onboarding, but then we have um, ongoing performance review process. Um, We have the kind of five key competencies that we believe are key to working at Arrow. So we try to develop those within the people that are in the business and also um, identify those in people that are potentially joining the business. Um, I think it really just needs to continue as we are. We need to keep keep moulding, keep ahead of the trends, like Adam sort of said, and um, there's things that the government's pushing. Those are the things that we need to keep um, keep abreast of so that we make sure that we, we, we don't become... Um, you know, one of those organisations that falls by the wayside and that from a talent perspective, we managed to to keep up with sort of you guys on the technological side where um, our talent is matching uh, our, our ambitions that we have in the technical arena as well. And do you think it has a direct impact on, on kind of the, the work ethic here? Yeah, absolutely it does. And I think there is a certain type of person who who works for Arrow and those those type of people are the people... Um, that want to work in the fast-paced environment, that are interested um, in kind of things changing, that are, they're accepting of change. And I think, again, linking back to the whole generational side of things, um, 
generally people, the millennials, they are more accepting of change because it's something that they've seen a lot more, you know, just in their in their life cycle, you know, lifetimes, they've seen um, a, lot, a lot of change in the way that we do things and the way that the world works. Um, and those those are the type of people that, that we need within Arrow. Yeah, and I think it's important as well, you know, we are focused on, you know, bringing young people into the business, but, you know, we're keen not to isolate the existing staff that are there, you know, the really experienced technical um, employees that really bring a wealth of knowledge to the company. That's why we need to be more tailored in our approach. You know, we need to encompass elements that, you know, we can attract and retain um, the younger generation, but also maintain what we're doing at the moment to ensure that, you know, we keep those valued skills um, in the business. And with a real sort of focus as well on the knowledge sharing between those experienced people that have been working in the business for 10, 20 years um, and, and those new people that are coming in either uh, through the through the general recruitment process or through our apprenticeship scheme, um, you know, the knowledge sharing of those people that are really experts in their field or experts in the industry and um, helping them progress uh, the apprenticeships or the or the newer people coming into the business is also really important yeah. i think that's the thing isn't it yeah you, that gen y millennials whatever we want to call them yeah that we can learn a, a heck of a lot from bringing people like that into the business but but then also yeah a, a lot of a lot of the culture of the existing business is, is very much, yeah, and a lot of the value we deliver is, is very much gained from those people that, you know, we've worked hard to retain, that have got, you know, a, 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 as much of a vested interest in Arrow being successful because, you know what, the, the, there's been loyalty, they've progressed, they've experienced all all the good stuff, all the ups and the downs of, of you know, working for a, a big, ever-changing organisation like Arrow. And I think we're doing a good job at that. You know, when you look at our stats, yeah, you know, it's getting close to 30% of our workforce has got 15-plus um, years length of service at Arrow here. 30%? You know, we're great at, you know... Great retention. You know, great six. at wow. retaining the staff and developing staff. Um, so I think, you know, we are doing a good job. Obviously, that's evolving. It's constantly changing. Um, but, you know, we constantly review, we constantly align to... Um, the company goals and I think it you know the stats suggest that we are doing a good job at the moment we just need to keep on doing that yeah every every person and every every sort of generational segment if you like has their part to play in in, in the business being successful mm. both today and in the future yeah. yeah so last thing from me and I suppose this is for me probably as a someone who sees and works with a lot of different vendors and a lot of different technology companies and and sees the world of tech that's evolved from you know, the old IBM days where everyone had to wear a blue suit and a black tie to wear it, what it is today. Pardon? And a vest. And a vest. Um, <laughs> you know, to me, who basically lives in jeans and a shirt and brown shoes, and that's my thing. You Silicon Valley wannabe. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, how are we adopting, how are we changing, adopting, moulding our culture? Because for me, I think the single biggest thing in our company you know, if we're talking about diversity, if we're talking about um, building somewhere where everyone feels comfortable to work, how are we essentially moulding our culture to 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 match and and to almost I can't think of the right word, but sort of grow, embellish, drive this sort of diverse group of people to innovate and to help us have an ever growing, ever flourishing business today, in five years, in ten years. I think um, a lot of um, a lot of what we do it is about the talent and development and it's about people seeing their progression seeing progression of themselves and of their careers um, I think that's what's really important to, to sort of today's generation really in terms of career that's what they're looking for they're looking um, to build a career somewhere um, 
you know, they might necessarily move jobs a, a, a bit more than perhaps people have done um, historically. So that's another reason that we need to try and retain the good people. Um, so, we, you know, we do that through a whole range of initiatives. We, we have our annual performance cycle. We have mid-year reviews. We have training courses. We have an e-learning system, which helps people develop within their role and, you know, within perhaps a real role that they desire to go to. We've got the mentoring scheme that we've touched on. Um, we've got a whole range of... Um, benefits within in terms of systems our HR system that, that we've got recently it really helps us get an understanding from people about what they want for their own career and we try to map ourselves to that and um, we try to map ourselves to what people find important um, both in terms of benefits and in terms of career development um, so yeah we just got to really try and match the different desires I suppose of each generation um, that we have in the business and, and like Adam sort of said before it's not just um, about the millennials although they are a key focus for us it's also about all the generations that still remain within the business. So it's either the Inside of that cultural piece, then, I mean, how are we driving the company's missions and goals? Yeah, so to essentially drive that one single version of the truth, that one single view of of what you know what Arrow um, stands for. You know, we've we've got the five must wins. Do you want to just sort of go over those very quickly, or? Yeah, so the five must wins is something that um, is, is key to sort of all areas in the business. We we have Deliver, which is Deliver Best Customer Service Bar None. That also um, links really nicely into one of our um, competencies that we assess both in the recruitment process and in the performance review process. And, and that's all about delivering that um, that level of customer service. We've got um, Understand, so that's um, delivering on the and the core strategies of the business, and and that's kind of a more technical. Um, sort of approach, isn't it? Um, then the, the main one really that focuses for, for us in the HR department is making our a great place to work. And as I sort of said, that is very individual, really, um, in terms of what um, certain groups of people would like, as, as Adam sort of talked about before, uh, with the benefits. Um, you know, it's aligning those to attract not only, um, you know, women, not only people with families, um, not only young people, but trying to, trying to attract people across the board. So to have... Um, a kind of wide-ranging benefits offering, I think, is important. Okay, and I appreciate I said that was the last thing for me. It's not. Uh, it never <laughs> is. Um, so how would you describe work ethic at Arrow? I think um, it's fast-paced. You know, it's very hard-working. Yeah. We're a very dynamic um, industry. You know, it's constantly changing. I think, we, you know, that's a common theme throughout um, the discussions today really you know and it's how we adapt to that um, and ensuring that we have a workforce that wants to adapt and we give them the skills and equipment to um, that they need to adapt um, to undertake that and I think it's about support as well you know we have a, a number of initiatives that um, we, we help the to, to support the employees with whether um, you know it be their own personal development or a particular problem that they've got you know we, we try to help people deal with the fast-paced environment as well it's not just something that we expect people to be able to deal with we we understand that this can be high pressure sometimes um, you know perhaps sometimes stressful um, you know so we have initiatives as well to try and help help from that perspective we have an employee assistance program we have um, a good medical um, offering you know um, to try and try and just to try and support people as best we can because you know it's not always easy to move you know to move as fast as this industry moves so we recognize that as well but um you know we sort of see it as a challenge and with the right support um you know we feel that everybody should be able to to get along with it it's really interesting because i'm yeah with with some of the the vendors that i look after and, and some of the customers that that i work with from from an arrow perspective you know some of them do 
do work in the HR technology space. And, and everything that they talk about, you know, from a point of view of where they see um, HR, not just technology, but HR departments changing and evolving and what they do and how they interact and operate within a business, uh, it's quite reassuring because it kind of mar- marries up to everything that you guys have said today about you know identifying and understanding your talent you know having having constant touch into the workforce to you know seek feedback and kind of understand you know how motivated how happy you know the the workplace is making sure you've got the right demographic making sure you've got the right sort of processes in place making sure that you know you're actually you know everybody's getting the best out of those hours where we all come to work and even what those work hours should should be yeah so yeah i think in summary for me it's you know it's really great that not am i only hearing this type of thing from from customers and clients that we have who yeah hr specialists but i'm hearing it from the hr specialists within our own business as well so that kind of tells me that we're doing some we must be doing something right yeah and it's really important like we said you know hr's changed massively from um the personnel days you know it's not a transactional process anymore you know we need to be core to the business we need to grow um our people um support our managers um align to the strategy to ensure that you know we all achieve that um, you know, it's all about, you know, for us is delivering amazing customer service to our internal customers, being our employees, our managers, our leaders. Um, so I think th- there's a massive change. And I'd like to think, you know, Arrow are very much at the front of that of that new model for HR. Fantastic. So, guys, last thing, what's the call to action? When's the next recruitment day? So we've got a recruitment day at our new market office uh, on Monday, the 7th of August. Um, so really, that's just an opportunity, one, to showcase um, all of our current roles at Arrow that we've got open um, and actually just the opportunities from within. So we've got a range of speakers from each of the different departments, really just to talk about what they do on a day to day basis, um, you know, what skills they look for, what type of person you might need to be to go into those roles. Fantastic. Really and just to showcase the business. Cool. And how are we sort of, where are we advertising this? Where can, you know, where can people sort of find details about this? So we've got an Arrow um, talent page on, um, on Facebook. So everything will be uploaded onto there. Um, we've got a page on the Hub, uh, which is the Arrow um, sort of corporate website from the ECS point of view. Um, and really that advertises everything from registration through to the agenda. Uh, but yeah, open door, two till seven. Uh, anybody can feel free to nip in and, and talk about opportunities. Well, look, guys, thank you so much for your time. It's been really, really interesting and uh, very different from our normal technical and uh, salesy podcast. So yeah, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers.